BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, Page Seven and Wizard and the Bruiser are going on tour. Yes, the release, the butthole cut tour. Holden, where are we going? That's right. Starting in June, we are going to Portland, Oregon, Tacoma, Washington, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, and St. Louis, Missouri. Where can we get tickets, MJ? For tickets, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. What's that? One more time? That's lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah. Noise. Coffee's not to my liking. I'm the Holden today. Everybody buckle up. I'm the Holden. Hit the road, Matt. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Matty. And don't you come back no more. Whoa. And I'm the jacket today, everybody. I want to drink a cup of nut. I want to put you guys oh. to nut wow. into a cup. Oh my god, he's and the I, most so unique I can drink, man I drink, I've I drink, ever I drink, heard. I drink it up. I want to use that <laughs> cut off penis as a straw. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I like to rip them off with my teeth. No, we're, oh, we've got, we got weird brains today, guys. I need everyone to know that we get together very early to record these episodes and yeah. we just sat and talked about shiny happy people and I'm not talking about the REM song we talked about the damn Duggar documentary for at least 25 minutes and then we're like alright ready to go and then he hits record just expecting us to be like oh yeah we weren't just talking about all of the brutal child abuse alright fine let's talk about cruise ships let's talk about fun okay. the one all can right. have alright the fun the one can have we are all the Holden today uh-huh. because we are bringing in a Something extremely disturbing that we watched and we want to talk about. No, it's not a snuff film from Reddit. It is the Duggar documentary. (laughs) Well, you know, but but you also brought up a really good point. Let's just say, you know, uh, uh, I would say pour one out, but actually um, light one up and celebrate the end to the uh, relationship that really wasn't anyways uh, the rock star hookup. Bye, Maddie yeah, Healy. I think everybody's got to do it. We all got to do it at some point in our lives. Some would say Jackie's done it hundreds of times. Where you get <laughs> out of a thing, hundreds. You get of out times. of a thing. You get with your problematic bae because you want that yak. You Sometimes. want that dirty racist penis, <laughs> a, and then it's a bad you penis. move on. It's a belongs to a penis. It's but just, it hammers at you are, and makes you go, oh! And you know what? I hope to never 
think about him again. <laughs> that is my wish today. Yes. We never have to go. discuss Matt it's Healy over. again. We're moving on. Goodbye. Taylor gets it. She reads you loud and Fuck clear. We, we all understand. Yes. The, ta- the Taylor gets it. Is that like the hammer gets it? Oh. Are you talking about my dating app profile name again? How many people... <laughs> How many guys did Jackie bang that the also has problematic it. thoughts towards Ice Spice? That's what I want to know. Oh, That's what I want to know. Specifically Ice Spice. I want the head count. I want yeah, the head count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no, I I don't want to know your name. I just want bang, bang, bang. <laughs> That's the best part. If you don't know yeah. anything, if you just go, la 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 Taylor Swift for the last, little did we know, when you opened yes. the show with that song, you were channeling Taylor Swift. And you know what? I do. Tay, just find somebody who isn't racist to have a fuck about with. Yeah. There's plenty of fucking idiots out there that are hot who like might be like edgelords, but not in this specifically awful way that Matt Healy was and you can disgusting yes, way. Awful. what a disgusting he's a disgusting man well, and let that little shadow follow him and let her find some other fucking idiot to bang because yes she is in her you know newly single slut era and we want that for her but we also yes. understand that people look up to her and she needs to choose slightly less awful dicks to sure at the same caveat though i don't love that we as a society have to approve of her people that she bangs uh like that's just close friends and family i don't i don't love that i know but But i get it with inspiration and she should do better just like i stopped smoking the cigarettes right (laughs) holden (laughs) yep if I could stop smoking cigarettes, she could stop banging Maddie Healy, and that's how it yep. goes. You We're dated a man with, with a cane that didn't need it. What? Okay? <laughs> you dated a man with a cane who wielded a cane <laughs> that did not need it, Jackie. Well, he and you're also gonna had sit a monocle, here. and I think it's interesting <laughs> that you bring up the cane more than you bring up the monocle that, again, was unneeded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Everybody gets to bang a, some bad, okay? She did it. It's done. Who knows? It, the next one, it could be even worse, and we're going to have to It's either going to get it. better she's, or worse is the thing. Yeah, she's on a tear, dude, as she needs to be. She's newly single off of the man, from the man who never smiles, by the way. Literally, she was engaged to Joe. a man no, who never smiles. No, there are more Joe. types of men yeah. out there than Joe Alwood and Matt Healy. This is a dichotomy no, of I'm manhood. Yes. I'm officially yes, a gay yes, Please, I, yes. save us from this. Yes. One of the Taylor, please go on a tear. Of lesbians, please. please go on the ultimatum. If, oh, could you imagine Taylor on the ultimatum? Apparently, oh. the working theory Just is that anybody. she yes. she is a mess because the Gaylor theory right now is that she is a, Taylor is a mess because <laughs> Carly Kloss announced a second pregnancy and Taylor is so heartbroken because of her oh. love for Carly Kloss that that is what has mm. drove her to straight into the arms of a racist. I guess is the, is the <laughs> result of that. But, uh, <laughs> so upset. <laughs> Just so upset. So upset. And, you know, I the worst guy I ever dated was right before the best guy. So maybe that's what is up next for her. Although, again, we I'm do saying. hope it's not a guy. Just for just you gotta, You got to go. Canonically, you got to save the worst for last. Yeah, you gotta, Everyone knows that song. Exactly. She's got to go on a tear. God, what, what could possibly be next, too? It's like a guy who, like tortures people for a living or something. I mean, something fun like that. Go for it, Taylor. I'm rooting for you to make, to hit a bottom. I want you to hit a rock bottom. You don't think this was the bottom? No. I think this was the bottom. It's just the beginning, y'all. 
This is the beginning, I will say, bro. if this was not the bottom, the discourse is about to get worse because the Maddie Healy Taylor Swift discourse was not fun for anyone. I don't think anyone enjoyed it. Ta- Taylor fans were like, I'm so in agony about not liking this. And, you know, everybody else was like, no, but this is bad. It was just one of those things where I'm so glad that it's over. I just thrilled yeah, we just, just on cloud we nine. It. But I'm telling you, she's going to be like, rumor has it, Taylor's dating Slogdor, the atrocious. <laughs> I killed Many men. I kill, I rape, I pillage. Any town I find, you're like, well, he's just re- Look at you know, how broad his shoulders <laughs> are, though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, it, to rip off somebody's head, you've got to have a lot of upper body strength. Right, right. I guess also, it when it comes down to it, I think, with my past, with Roundtable and everything, I think uh, I realize now I don't think it's going to be possible for me to ever date Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm just glad you finally yeah. You yeah. like put that nail in the coffin because I even did say I said to Holden I was like Holden it's your time to shine and Holden said I can't disrespect her because by putting my penis her, inside and, of her by putting my penis inside of her and I thought I said he meant his wife I said desecrate <laughs> her desecrate her yes yeah, yeah. I'm sorry um, that, but he meant yeah it Taylor would be too Swift. disrespectful um, to her the her in the sentence is Taylor Swift <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Taylor Swift <laughs> I would never I just feel like that would take her down a couple notches I mean right? yeah, yeah quite a couple from <laughs> Matt Healy <Yeah. laughs> where is the floor after Matt Healy oh my god they're like we tried tried to um, parse down all the problematic shit he said on this podcast, but we just couldn't. It's too much. It's like, it's like work. We're like still going through the paper, the the transcripts of all the fucking, he wants to fuck his mom a lot. There's a lot of that. Oh, you're talking about your own. When the Swifties come for for round table, then that, that, that discourse will be fun. still we did nothing, you know? There you go. The Swifties came for Maddie Healy, and we did nothing. And the Swifties came for Joe Alwyn, and we. Did I think nothing. we encouraged it. We were like, "Come, Swifties, come get yeah, Maddie Healy. Come at me, yeah. take come it down. Give me, give me, come after me, Swifties. I please, I should take it down. A <laughs> can we send pet. the Swifties after the Duggars? Is there any way oh, that we can God. like ma- have this mashup where Tay has decided to save the Duggars, like yeah. all the children? Is there any way that we can direct her? Gaze towards yeah. this. Just, inc- just an incredible shit show. I, I shiny happy people. Four hour documentary on Duggar family secrets. By the way, you know it's just the part where, and I'm looking at Jackie, and I'm blaming Jackie. It's the part where this Whoa. got to television. There's no reason for this sort of thing to get to television. But there aren't there these. People. It wasn't Jackie's fault for watching it. We blame the TLC. We don't blame viewers of reality. I, her supportive <laughs> sister wives, it. her supportive sister wives, it all feeds in. There's a there's a audience for fundamentalism, and it's got to stop. Jackie, Jackie. I'm just fascinated by how they live their life, and then I found out way more about how they live their life, and now I yeah, am they apologetic. They make the kids parent, and it's traumatic, and they beat them. It's not the kids parenting part. It is the brutal, brutal child abuse. It yeah, is we'll just in- do a big content note now. <laughs> oh content warning God. for talking about the Duggars, which is, yes, I, uh, I think probably surprising no one uh, because the news about Josh Duggar broke in 2015, but um, if you thought that was the worst of it, it is not the worst of it, and the documentary is just about not only... Basically, the, the, the elevator pitch of the documentary is... Um, 
is is Josh Duggar like a bad um, child abuser? Yes, and the reason why is because he comes from a, essentially a cult, uh, you know, sect of Christianity that is basically trains men to be child sexual abusers and child abuse physical abusers, and like that explains not only his behavior but the complicit of the entire family around his behavior, the, the parents um, of around his behavior. And yes, to hold his point, the complicity of TLC to oh, some extent yes. to be like, we're just, that's part right? of it. Like we're just going to put this on television. I, 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 they either said it in the documentary or I screamed about it towards my husband after I watched the four hour documentary alone. of just like, if you are shooting that much, you're going to go ahead and say, and like, and I'm not saying that it's the responsibility of the individual crew that is working there, of but course. the fact that like nobody saw anything, right? Nobody like maybe like nothing was intimated by any of those children that something was happening. No and way. I know that they were trained to never speak of it, but like they never, but or or were they that good? at lying and putting on this mask of like who they are that they were that good at hiding it mm. but TLC like I'm waiting for this groundbreaking documentary I don't want it to happen about TLC because that means all of my favorite <laughs> shows are gonna go away but TLC is notorious is it time for me to bring up the TLC show about the adult who looks like a child and the show is about her dating Very life upsetting. I don't know if we Very should upsetting. let TLC survive it wait you're not talking about the curious case of Natalia Grace though Okay, that's different. That's, that's a, a different, different documentary, documentary about an adult who looks like a child. There is a TLC show about an adult who has some rare condition that makes her look like a child. And it's like, what is her dating life like? And it's, it's like TLC's programming is like, what if we just come up with the creepiest shit you can possibly imagine? And then also make like 10 shows making fun of people for their weight. And then we got it. We got it. We're the most successful fucking cable network on television. Well, they have, they also are notorious for not going that deep into people's past, or if they do go that deep or at all, then they turn a blind eye to it. Because the things that people find out, I mean, there was just like, uh, like multiple horrific people on the 90 day franchise that we know and love. Sure. That would like turn out be the guy with nipple tattoos. The guy with the yeah around and that's the not sun the thing. By the way, tattoos. that's just the the way we identify the guy. That's not even the stuff he did that was so horrific. Even yeah. though it is horrific. That he, he was like a trafficker tattoos. and like he was doing all these horrible things. And they were awful nipple tattoos. Like I know I know as far as nipple tattoos go, you <laughs> you'd be like, what do you mean? But you look at them and be like, God, why? Like yeah, they have a good nipple tattoo. It looked like a ring of sun around the nipple, but then it was just, like this puke green color. Yeah, it was a rough. It was they're rough. It's tough because the sun doesn't have like a an center. areola. Yeah, so to put us <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> so why would you make a sun tattooed around yeah. your nipple? That's it. If anything, do anything that has a yeah. Do like a. I can't. I'm struggling to think of what, like a baby uh, bottle. The, yeah, cut out view of a oh of a, a peach. peach. Yeah, yeah, or like, a baby bottle or something that looks a like a little groin. Work. So it looks like the top of your nipple is like a little like a little dick. Wouldn't that, that be, be so fun. much fun? Yeah. That could be fun. Put little balls right beneath your nipple. So <laughs> All right, I'm fucking hard, guys. Can we move on? My penis is completely engorged with blood. 
Can we get past this? Before Jackie cuts it off and uses that as a straw to drink a cup of nuts. I'm just going to use that as a straw for my coffee. Right? Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I'm sorry, Jackie, I cut you off about your point uh, about TLC. But basically that, that, that this is part of a much bigger problem with TLC of... of purposely turning a blind eye to potentially abusive subjects or potentially dangerous you know, people if we can yeah. say problematic yeah. dangerous yeah. people right um and and because that's the thing i mean what you learn in the documentary is that the Josh Duggar stuff was like very well known amongst the family and friends and acquaintances before the news actually leaked for like years the knew. they for years, they knew and they did no, nothing. They, they prayed. sent him to like, MJ. They, they prayed. prayed on it. They prayed it's about fine. it. Fine, everything's they fine. About it. And then they kept it. They sent him to a little, you know, work for the IBLC um, for a while, and then come back to our house full of children, and then speak publicly about how it wasn't that bad. They made his sisters, who were some of his victims go on TV to say that it wasn't that bad. I mean, it really is a lot of the, if you're like me and you like didn't ever really watch, I think I watched like the first, the first like doc, pilot documentary when it was still 14 and counting. But if you know the basic deal, but aren't super familiar, it's fascinating, not because of the kind of whole point of the show was the voyeurism of like, oh, this weird family. It's not that. It's this. It's the fact that this is again the the structure of not only this family but of the the particular sect of religion that they were a part of is based around child abuse. It is literally the guiding principle of the religion, and that's how they are. So you know, strict like that. They have to be. They have to be that strict, MJ. They have to be because yeah, of the that's umbrella. Why the kids are so well behaved. It's the umbrella of power. They just always are talking about the umbrella. And so Jeff yes, came Rihanna's down. Rihanna's umbrella of power. He came uh, downstairs after I was watching this for many hours, and then I was like, "Well, you do own me, so you are allowed." And he's like, "What? Are you, like, Will you stop watching this?" And I was like, "I haven't watched Duggars. I will say I haven't seen the Duggars in many years. I used to watch it." But then I fell off and I continued with Sister Wives. The Sister Wives are not based in, in fact, they actually. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's no child no, abuse going on in there's that. There's no child abuse going on in any of those gigantic homes. Gigantic. How house dare you full bring it up? Children. No, there's not. 
There's several houses filled with kids. There's one bad man at the center of Sister Wives who has now been just taken down so many pegs that it turns out to just all be a real triumph. All of his families have been destroyed. All of the polygamist women. Everybody is destroyed, basically, by him. Um, and but they, but all the women, all the wives, have gotten the last laugh, basically. So that's that's a nice little victory for viewers of Sister Wives. But <laughs> I mean, that have been watching for fifteen. <laughs> what is it? 17 seasons? How many seasons are there? 17 seasons. Yeah, I spent a lot of time. I feel like it's a great, I, you know what, too? I feel like it's a great time to bring up uh, Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Um, when I'm not watching this shit, I'm I'm enjoying uh, Ultimatum Queer Love, Queer Eye, and um, RuPaul Drag Race All-Star Season 8. All three, wholesome as fuck, beautiful, happy, Kind hearted. Oh, interesting is shiny happy people. Is yes. that what you're saying? They're wow. all actual shiny happy people. I mean, Ultimatum has its share of, you know. They are not whatever. always but they, shiny you know happy. But you know what they show. do? You know what they do when the shit goes down? They call a bitch out. That's what they do. They fucking call them out. Instead of being like, let's just cover up how evil this person is, they'd be like, you're being evil. And they do it right in the in the second episode, they, they do, do with that one person. Oh, they certainly call bad. her out. And I'm and I'm sorry to make the most obvious point ever about the fact that they're for the last you know several years and escalating in the last few months. Um, you know, queer people and especially trans people have been wep- have been the target of this discourse I that know. they're groomers, right? So and then to crazy. watch. Shiny happy people in which Mike Huckabee, a Republican politician, is in there literally when asked about the revelations already, like not questioned, not disputed revelation of Josh Duggar's abuse. He snaps at an audience member and says, you don't know this family like I know this family. You don't family. know how much so, they're covering you know, and up. He has because the, it's the, a lot. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, if you know them, you actually know more about how much they're covering up. I mean, the fact that Republican politicians are enthusiastically defending a family that is, you know, harboring a known child sexual abuser and, you know, queer people are over here being called groomers is, you know, it's a pride. Pride started as a protest. And I feel like this year it is a protest more than ever. Um, so, yes, happy pride. <laughs> happy shiny, fucking pride. Shiny, happy, shiny people. happy people. Happy pride, <laughs> shiny, happy people. <laughs> I think it's mean to the R.E.M. song a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. But there's a lot of, there were other fun revelations that came out of this week that wasn't just about the horrific um, church that the Duggars are a part of. And that is the fact that Kim Cattrall is back in Sex and the City. for a single scene where she doesn't talk, interact at all with anybody else. I love all the stipulations. It's so ridiculous. She did want to talk to the producer, the showrunner. She did want to talk to any of the three principal cast members. She did not even want to go on set if she would have to be in the same room with them. And so it is a phone call. I will say though, she, she did at the, the very least, Carrie. and it's in the contract, she did wink at all the she-dogs, and <laughs> she said no to all the no-dogs. All the he-dogs. All the he-dogs. <laughs> uh, so, I can't. I think about the Kim Cattrall scat <laughs> I think twice a week. It is always at the tip of my brain. And my brain is very pointed. Uh, 
Oh, man, what a good thing about Kim Cattrall. That's the thing. I already loved her. And then Holden showed us this video of her scatting with her husband while well, her husband plays the upright bass. And it will, if you are a Samantha, it will make you love Kim Cattrall even more. I mean, I read this entire article. There was a lot of deets, a lot of shade in it. And I haven't brought myself to read about the feud from the point of view of Sarah Jessica Parker, because I just find myself wanting to root for Kim Cattrall so much that I don't even know if I'm right. I just have to follow my instinct. And my instinct says, trust that bitch. Something must have happened for you to have, who was it? It was like her sister died or what was it? Brother. Her brother Brother died. died. Tragically. And and Sarah Jessica Parker said like, I'm sorry. And And Kim Cattrall was like, shut the Fuck up. I don't need your apology. Yeah, like, for her to respond, like, in your heaviest moment of grief to still be able to take the moment to be like, fuck you. Yeah. It's crazy what what happened there. Like, Jesus. Either Kim Cattrall is is crazy, or she's so right that it made sense for her to have that reaction to Sarah Jessica Parker. And again, I don't know if it's... I, I might be so wrong. It might be totally... Sarah Jessica Parker has been like, I am so sad that it is like this. Like she, her thing seems to be that she's like really nice. So it really might be something where actually no one is wrong or actually Kim Cattrall is wrong. But it is just a, a fun... I don't know why. I just think it is such a funny way for this show to end for the two best friends to be like, I won't be in the same <laughs> set as that woman. Yeah, you know, enjoy your phone perfect. call. I doubt this is a reason to jump back in, but enjoy the phone call that happens. <laughs> I know. Well, have you watched it, Jackie? I watched the first season of it, and I wasn't sure if I was going to continue on with the second season, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I, it, I, this I is actually the heard that it's good. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's definitely yeah. like... It, there are definitely points of it where I'm like, oh, okay, all right, uh-huh. okay, we yeah. uh, we get how much you've grown, but like <laughs> it, it, there, and even that, then I still continue to watch it. Right. Sorry, right. I was just sitting here staring at the 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 scatting of Kim Cattrall. <laughs> oh, it's so watching good. Watching it silently, so I kind of <laughs> got lost in my head. I was like, I can almost hear her. Can we play it? <laughs> Can yeah. we have that technology? Yeah, let's uh, 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 yeah, April, hit it. Yamakipiebo, sedere for cable, wind dog Latin, he quotes. Uje, sophisere! Well, he bit all the he dogs and winked at all the she dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that. By the way, play the scat, not the DK. I just realized what I just did. Um, all right, yeah. I mean, it's it's a classic. I mean, it's. I just think we needed it. I think everyone needed to yeah hear to it. cleanse. You know, and it, I think what's so important about it is like. This is my we are the world. Like, I feel like this is going to, like, maybe if Kim Cattrall could just scat for the other, for Sarah Jessica Parker, maybe like in just like an intimate setting, maybe everything would be fixed. It just is so great because it is like that, like we, I feel like it's such an on display moment of 
like the most embarrassing, goofy thing you do with your significant other and to get it yeah. filmed and have it. And because I think that's why we, I resonate with it because I'm like, oh my God, I mean, I could totally see myself like. What are you scared of getting videographed with mm. your wife? I even used to do a similar thing to this in high school. My buddy would play the bass and I would like improvise like. <laughs> Sounds like I the would, exact same thing. I would be doing Whoa, like. Are you a scat Well, I wouldn't artist? be scatting. And I'm talking about shit. <laughs> I wouldn't be scatting. I, I would be like trying to make people laugh. I'd be like make, coming up with funny bits where she was clearly like genuinely thinking she was like doing something really cool. This is art. Oh, yeah. Which, what, which is, is to be fair, brain? like. The scatting video for Kim Cattrall is like a little check mark in the side of like she's the insane one, you know, yeah. because it is it is like it is not normal. And Sarah Jessica Parker might be more might I, I'm not sure that the scatting video is like good evidence to back up me being on the side of Kim Cattrall. That's the thing. I just want to say that I think she might be a little bit out there. This, But this is the problem with being an actor. You think you should videotape that. You don't have to. You can just do that with your husband without turning right. the camera. It's the lack of self-awareness that only comes with like big time celebrity it. fame. Yes. And that's yes. what it is. It's the, it's, it's yes. because it's the beautiful. With all the he dogs and waked it all the she dogs. It's beautiful self-awareness or, or lack of self-awareness that one can only have by being constantly surrounded by by people who say yes to you and make yes. you feel like everything you do is like brilliant and su- <laughs> especially Sex in the City. At one yes. point, Sex in the City was like such a cultural touchstone of cool, of like what it is to be like a hip, cool adult I lady it in not the that city. Long ago. Sex in the City definitely like there are many things that did not age. Well, but if you think about where they were when they started, people had never seen this on television, on mainstream television before. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A hundred percent. This is like, I, I'm a total, I like, I love Sex in the City. And I know that there are just like certain episodes that should never be aired again. Um, and certain. Yes. Oh, and basically every episode. Yes. Never be yeah. aired again. Like it certainly does not hold up as a flawless, uh, you know, artifact by any means. But I was in a show uh, in 2010 and that was that was, um, you know, uh, the premise was for women talking to each other about their dating lives. Um, and somebody came up to me afterwards and was like, I really didn't know that, like, women talk to each other this way. Like, I, right. I, and, and that's, of course, what Sex in the City was for, like, on a national level that truly people had you there had never been a depiction of women talking to each other about 
like sex and sexuality and agency and they like like this and i think that is certainly i can imagine if you showed it to you know a zoomer or something they'd be like what the fuck is this but to understand how groundbreaking it was at the time which again i'm sure fuels all of there but perhaps maybe especially kim cattrall or maybe especially sarah jessica parker how can you not have a really weird ego when you're like i am the woman who was like I am like the first woman who a lot of people saw on TV talking about loving sex. Like, of course you would be like this. I'm very important. <laughs> and my scatting is very but then, important. Of course, too. there's also that uh, whole episode where she forced that homeless guy to carry her around so she didn't have to walk. I mean, that is completely just inappropriate. <laughs> that sounds more like a Tyra Banks you know thing. I mean? Hold on. <laughs> yes. But also think of how high the shoes they wore were, you know, that's right. gotta be difficult. That has gotta be tough city. to, yeah, she can't even make it a, blo- you know, two blocks. I feel like of those. No, I'm just, I was losing myself um, in the music. You lose it. Um, Sometimes I forget that I'm not recording the Ice Planet Barbarians audiobook and then I don't have to just say whatever comes to my mouth. Interesting. Anyway, I was reading about the Kim Cattrall, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker feud. And it really is that it it does what what I just gleaned is that it seems that Kim Cattrall has said that SJP has created quite used to create quite a mean girls atmosphere on the set and said that she never treated her properly but then sjp would publicly go against this and being like i am great on set talk to anybody i'm great on set (laughs) this is not how it goes at all i just want to have a like a fine working relationship between the two of us but then on top of it when sex in the city three was when they were talking about making it it was kim cattrall's demands quote unquote that were keeping it from going because she just uh, straight up just didn't want to do it right and she was making that very clear and then uh, of course there was like a public campaign of just like wish everyone could be involved tear like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so just going back and forth and like how both times like you know there would be times that Sarah Jessica Parker would be like, yeah, if she just like called me on the phone, this would probably all be done. Yeah, I, I have to say the only, the real biggest, d- most damning piece of evidence for me against Kim Cattrall is just the fact that literally everyone else in the cast, all the people involved with like creating the show are all involved in this project. Right. Yeah, and and yeah. don't really seem to have a any kind of snarky, negative things to say, right? Like when it comes to... um. Uh, Miss Can't Read, uh, Leah Michelle. Like, I feel like there were a lot of different people saying that she was forcing homeless people to carry her around so she didn't have to walk. You know what I mean? Well, she can't but- read, and you know, and she <laughs> thinks that that is something that yeah, she yeah. can hang her laurels upon. Totally, totally. One time, she held up an orange, and she was like, "How do I read this book?" And everyone's like, "That's a." fruit that you eat <laughs> and it was just a weird moment on set and then she screamed the n-word i don't even know that's what i heard allegedly well, you know <laughs> well, well you know if we're talking about oranges why don't we talk about pink because i'm not talking about the singing star i'm talking about the barbie movie the barbie movie ah. used so much pink paint that it apparently caused an international shortage wow and so why think about did, that. Crazy. Now why did it. you keep typing the word Kawinka Pink in the yeah, email? Yeah, what was Kawinka? Like, was, like a Kawinky Dink. Oh, I swear. Pink. I Kawinky thought Kawinky pink. pink was like the specific shade of pink no, that that's they what I caused the shortage no, of. No, that's a Kawinky Pink. Like, that's a Kawinky Dink. Okay, it's so, a Kawinky Pink. But this is what it says in the... Pink. 
What's the said, quinky break, pink? Breaking, breaking the fourth wall. This one says in the email to tee up this article. Now that's a kawinky pink. If I thought I was disgusted by meat pillows, I'm thoroughly beyond puked out by the phrase kawinky pink. This is what Jackie wrote. So she just wrote a word and then it was disgusted by her own word. I was searching the article for where they used the word kawinky yeah, pink. I was like, where's kawinky pink? Is that I the name of I also thought that? it was the name of the pink. Of the pink. Because also, pink. what's coincidental about any about the article at all? I just thought there's no, that's pink. the problem. That there there's is no coincidence. coincidental. There's no coincidence <laughs> here. There's no kawinka pink in the in the article. It's just that they used a lot of pink. Okay. Coincidence, a remarkable concurrence of events and circumstances without apparent ca- causal connection. <laughs> what? And what Jackie causal? just decides what to call connection? this a kawinky pig. What connection? Pink. Yeah, there's no, a coincidence would be like, I am, oh God, now I can't think of what. I'm eating a hamburger and then a man in a hand. Uh, you a can't kawin- even okay. think of one. All right, no, 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 we can do this. The kawinky pink would be like if there was like, uh, if, like Fast and the Furious <laughs> also needed that same color pink, but they were out because ah. the Barbie movie had used it. What a coinky pink. What, what a coinky pink. <laughs> and that's the issue. I really legitimately thought coinky pink was a very particular shade of pink that was uh, uh, that was the that was specifically the shortage was up. So what we're saying is that we're circling back around to saying that coinky pink is a great phrase. And then it should be the 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 name of a certain kind of pink. If they want to name it that, they can. Yes. I think that it should be the name of a pink if you are a paint namer. They all have fun names, you know. So here it is. Free gift but for you. Do you think that Kawinky Pink gets more disgusting as you say it? Or do you yes. think that you like it more as you say it more? I, it's it's making me really grossed out for some reason, and I don't know why. Like, I don't always think... When I hear the word pink, I don't always think of the phrase two in the pink and one in the stink, but stink. I can't yes. stop thinking about it now. It's the double <laughs> ink. It's the kawinky pink because there's a stink and there's an ink. Yeah, it is, it is really... It's giving two in the pink, one in the stink in a way that I don't like. So that's my problem with Kawinky Pink. I understand yeah. that. Well, what a Kawinky Pink <laughs> that happened to them. <laughs> I like, also like that Holden was like, a coincidence is, for example, ah, oh, fuck, no, I can't <laughs> I know, it's like this moment of, I know, I know they exist or whatever, right? Like I was having a dream about um, a a guy with a big nose, and then I I kissed one later or something. And then you woke up, and a guy with a big nose was there. Was there fucking me? Yeah, Yeah. and I was like, wow. (laughs) And that's a coinky. That's like my dream. What a coinky pink. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We figured it out. We got there. I got there. I got there on my own too. I did all my own a little bit. There. I'm really yeah. proud of you. <laughs> they required so much pink paint, even the ceiling, that everything because like apparently they had to build a set so that everything was 23 percent smaller than the typical size, and they liked that. But they wanted it so pink that like that's a lot of layers of pink. And if everything is similar pink, then of course There you go. It's a coinky pink. <laughs> I don't what know do if that's a coinky pink. Uh, did you what do you think about all of everybody getting their own Barbies? Everyone in the cast uh, is getting great. their course, own yeah. like their own. They'd have to be fucking doing, imbeciles not I to know, do the, that. The beautiful 
capitalist bridge that is happening oh, as we God. watch it as they push this Barbie movie because now it's like a frenzy. For yeah, the they got to be movie. thrilled, dude. Barbie's going to be so. I mean, Barbie never really went away, but it's going to be uh, back in a way that's like. Hasn't been seen since, you know, we were kids, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know how big. American Girl Doll, get fucked. I hope you get a fucking movie <laughs> oh. out. I hope you can get a movie out in time, uh, directed by, you know, uh, oh, Scorsese. Yeah. Who, 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 who would direct you? the American Girl Doll movie? Who would direct the American Doll movie? Who would do it? James Cameron. Wow. <laughs> so it'll come out in 2035. Yes, and I want to I see what he can do. Yeah, it'll all be underwater for some reason. Um, just dolls in water is but what I'm the But I'm just upset be. because that's why I wanted my name to be Elizabeth, thank you very much, because of the American Girl doll. Which bitch is Elizabeth? Right. She's the... The oh, one of the bitches. Which bitch is Elizabeth? I just remember that her best friend was Felicity because they also had Felicity. Okay, I was going to say, Felicity's the colonial bitch. I don't know if yeah. there was an Elizabeth doll. There there was colonial bitch Felicity, Victorian bitch Samantha, um, yeah. uh, pioneer bitch Kristen. Um, oh no, what's the dark haired girl? Uh, 50s bitch Molly. And uh, there was missing? also... And Addie. Candace was Addie. Candace was the snitch bitch. She was the one who told oh, on all don't the other even ones. Bring me up. That was awful. I was the snitch bitch. Uh-oh. Always. Seriously? Yes. You would no, tell on people? I mean, I would tell on Henry constantly. Oh my god. I, I would bet. definitely. And also, um, no, I would I was always very quiet and I wouldn't give anybody up, especially as I got older as well. But now I feel like I'll rat. Don't give me an opportunity. I'll rat. I'll rat both you guys out. Wow. In there is an what? Elizabeth doll. Who? Who is this bitch? I've never heard of her. I guess I'm an originalist. I think she might be a newer. She was released. Best friend of Felicity was released in 2005. Jackie, were you one of American Girl dolls in 2005? Oh. <laughs> That's fine if you were. No, my mom would get them for me because then she'd be like, then we keep them in the box. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Ah. Uh... And then we keep them in the box. Mm, yeah. And then I don't give a shit. Oops. Man, so expensive. So yeah, man. Are you ready for this world? Ugh. You ready for all the little clothes? <laughs> MJ, how many little oh clothes my God, you got? I have got? a whole organization system for all the little things that the dolls need. Yeah, I think we're going to go with uh, American Porch Goose yeah. uh, instead. So I oh think it's a lot less expensive. Gloria has been loving her chef's outfit. Uh, she's been really, I think that like she's been really learning from me. I've been keeping her in the kitchen and I've been teaching her a lot about cooking recently. And it's been really beautiful for like a, the mother mm-hmm. goose relationship. <laughs> Not to be confused with. Mother Goose. <laughs> yes, very different. I'm not like living in a shoe. You're not telling story. Yeah, you're not spinning yarns of uh, moral. I'm fucking swallowing spiders to see how good it feels inside hers or whatever the whatever it is for God. that goose. Yeah. How do you feel, MJ? I need to know. How do you feel about Padma leaving Top Chef? Padma's leaving Top Chef. I asked Henry straight up in the middle, like just middle of the day, as a. Uh, Akin to nothing, I just said, how do you feel about Padma? And he just wrote Padma oh, yeah. as a goddess. There, I don't think there's any other wow. way to feel. I mean, is she controversial yeah. at all? I don't. I, I, not that I know of. She's just no. a, she is a goddess. She floats no. instead of walks. 
She, although apparently she does yeah. walk. Uh, she did. She did do. She did do a few episodes of Come Town. I don't know why. <laughs> they, it's no one understands yeah. it. Can you imagine yeah. her, her like very calm energy on Come she Town. She chortled at a couple of jokes towards <laughs> Asian people. We know that. We don't know why. Oh, Padma did. She yeah. had a chort. Sure. It was a light uh, yeah, chortling that she yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else made the joke, but she chortled at it, and uh, it is an issue. Um, Seventeen years <laughs> and twenty seasons of Top Chef. I love those people. I cannot help it. I love Tom Colicchio. I love Padma. I love Top Chef. We are like quite. I haven't watched it in a few years, but Gideon and I used to be like. Uh, totally on top of every new season of Top Chef. I, Chef boys I did hear, with a Z. I heard that she walks like three hours a day on a treadmill, like Whoa. on the set to like, because she's always eating bites and bites and bites of food. Um, and, you know, she, whatever. But that, I heard that a long time ago and I don't know how true that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think she is amazing and I don't think there's a reason to watch Top Chef without her. Although, wow. maybe I'm, I'm happy for her. She started her own little project. You know, I just, I have nothing bad to say about her. I think she's great. Although, yeah. Top Chef, more like Flop Chef, dude. Whoa! I mean, there has definitely been Top Chef. Kawinky Stinky, huh? No, Kawinky Pink. <laughs> yeah, one in the Kawinky Pink, one in the Kawinky Stink. <laughs> oh, no, that's exactly that's what I right. was feeling when I was saying the word. And you said it. <laughs> And you said it. Yeah, you know, I'm sure that I think that there's been some discourse about Top Chef and like how and and all cooking shows about how they like the weird ways they talk about like different cuisines, um, you know, and like they'll be like, your ethnicity is is a is a culinary talent you can harness. And I've I've kind of heard that like sometimes the way that they talk about that stuff, like the relationship between the chefs at you know like ra- racial and ethnic identity and their food that it gets a little bit weird on top chef because they kind of treat it like a instead of treating it like a part of who people are they kind of treat it as like a your food just needs more spice type of thing but i don't know i i i just Ooh. feel like i I love top chef and i love her i think she's awesome well and at least she can read Right. Yes, and and she can eat, which is what my, makes my heart flutter. I'm gonna watch Taste the Nation. You gonna watch it? That's her new uh, one, right? That's her new show. Did it start? Out, is it is it brand new or has it been going? I don't know. I think it might have been going for second a while. season. Yeah. Second season. That's a good for her, you know? She, yeah, and, good for her. I didn't know anything about it. There's so many food shows yeah. Yeah. that I find myself that, like, because I don't have, like, cable or anything like that, doesn't just, like, pop on. I, oh, I'm just always watching Guy Fieri. It's hard for me to get away from the Fieri. I feel like Top Chef is, like, you watch Top Chef and then you go back to the Food Network, and don't get me wrong, long-time listeners know I'm obsessed with the Food Network, but I feel like if you watch Top Chef and then you go back to a Food Network show, you're just like, oh... This isn't that good. Whereas Top Chef just really knows how to be like, this is a, what a really good cooking show looks like. So funny. I'm just getting anxiety talking about this because the only time I ever watch this stuff is like right before we're about to head to the venue to do another live show. Uh-huh. Like it just puts, that's the literally live the show? only Are you time. Are about the release the butthole? Oh! oh my God. Get your tickets at lastpodcastnetwork.com. So soon we're going to be in Portland and Tacoma. And so soon we're going to be in Oklahoma City and St. Louis and 
Kansas City. That's in July. I can remember these things. Don't ask me past July, though. I, Kansas I City remember. isn't in Kansas. What? <laughs> what? Now that's I've heard as everything. everything. That is pretty. That is pretty dumb, though, huh? They should fix that, huh? Right. I think that. I mean, I assume that they've gotten used it's to it. It's right now. Na- it's right there. It's like right, right by it. You know. I think that that's part of. I think that's part of its, uh, it's allure. Uh, yeah, allure. It's a Kansas a City. You know. It's right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna eat some BBQ. So definitely send in your uh, BBQ Rex for us so that I can start looking at pictures now because that's what a fat woman does. She looks at. Pictures of restaurants. I'm excited for the barbecue, especially because it's just, you know, we're, we're, Henry's on a barbecue tear because of uh, this Netflix show, I guess, that's out that I got. I guess I have to refuse to watch because I don't want to get the taste. We all went and got like a bunch of like slow cooked barbecue, like early on a Saturday. Yes, on a Saturday. <laughs> it was it was weekend. fine, but it wasn't like how it gets if you yeah. know where to go. Well, and we LA right is not where to go. Opened. And That's also, true. yeah, LA is just not where you go. Yeah, for I mean, it's <laughs> there you go. But I tell you what, this show is where you go for celebrity conspiracies. Hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Did Meghan Markle sneak into the coronation disguised as an old man? Yes, I love this one. Uh, and let me put the picture in the email for you guys. You guys can like, oh, I know you've seen it, <laughs> but I don't know if Jackie, it's so funny. Let me get this loaded up here. Uh, uh, there you go. And send. Okay. <clears throat> this is so ridiculous. Um, this one comes in from Crystal who writes, as seen in the photo below, people are speculating that this mop-haired senior with the huge white cookie duster is none other than royal exile Meghan Markle. Why would Meghan do this? The only thing I can think of is to thieve crown jewels, which her children should be rightfully <laughs> eligible Whoa. for, but will likely all pass down to Will and Kate's mm. shitty kids. This is from a New York Post article about it. Some Twitter users are convinced that Meghan Markle showed up to Saturday's coronation of King Charles III in disguise, despite her staying in California with children Archie and Lilibet. Keen observers took particular notice of one standout guest among the crowd of 2,200 at Westminster Abbey, arguing that the attendee looked like she he was covered covering up his identity. One person even suggested it could be the Duchess of Sussex, 41, sneaking her way into the event. They go on to clarify that the man pictured is Sir Carl Jenkins, a legendary composer whose work was played during the ceremony. Like Spaceman Jenkins? Like Spaceman like Space Jenkins. Jenkins. Oh my God. He's was a relative. it you, Holden? He's a relative. It might have been me. I feel like this could be anybody. It does look like a man wearing a fake prosthetic mask, nose. He looks like a Everything fake about man it. for sure. Yeah, he looks like a fake man. Have you? Are you looking at the picture? Oh, I'm looking at the but picture. But here's the I thing. Mean, what if you do man. look up Sir Carl Jenkins, unfortunately he does look this way all the time. He looks like a fake man every second of his life. <laughs> what What if I said this though? But look at her and look at him. You could easily see the resemblance. What if still she tied him up she stripped him down uh-huh. to his skivvies, uh-huh. maybe even tickled his fucking balls a little bit Whoa. just to kind of give him something to write home about. <laughs> and then took all of his stuff, 
got a, that wig easy to reproduce. Probably just took his own wig. I think that might be a wig. <laughs> the glasses look like so specifically placed on his face as to be a disguise, as to like block yes. like oh, yes. lines from like the nose prosthetic. Yeah. Like that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a costume designer meticulously created it to hide certain you know uh, uh, little d- details that would give off that it's fake. The mustache too, it's just the way that it like billows off of the face. Oh yeah. Again, hiding prosthetics and stuff like that. I mean, I could see it. You know what I mean? I could see her tickling his old balls and it is treating him like a little house cat. How many that if you just look up Sir uh Carl Jenkins that it's just all or Charles Jenkins it is all pictures of him next to Meghan Markle. Like the man doesn't exist on his right. own. The man's legacy has been he destroyed. Is... <laughs> he is now just a conspiracy just... theory. I feel bad. <laughs> Meghan Markle. Him. I feel bad for oh, him. I've been writing yeah. music for the Queen for 60 years. <laughs> now everyone thinks I'm Meghan Markle. <laughs> I just, I love that, like, I, I hope he feels good about himself that everyone thinks that it's Meghan Markle. <laughs> that people think that it could be Meghan Markle. You know what? I say God bless it. <laughs> oh, I wish I had her jawline. Sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I believe. I believe. Yeah, I super believe, yeah. dude. Yeah. Man. He does get some fucking ladies, huh? Good <laughs> lord. He's standing next to look at this guy. This is why you got to get into music uh, composing. You know what I mean? You can just look like dog shit and still fucking pull some insanity. I mean, just it, it makes Carl no Jenkins. sense. But if you look up Charles Jenkins, it always get it also gets to him. Charles no Jenkins knows. was a, a, like a basketball player popped up or something for me when I put in Charles Jenkins. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, naughty, naughty. I was like, how's the internet talking to me or whatever? All right. Yeah, but then, you know, you started smiling. You were getting into it. I, I love it, it, man. And I was scared of you for a second. <laughs> I absolutely love I'm it. I'm just dude. trying to see this man's, how do you, how do you know yeah, he can get Yeah, where is he it? with women, Holden? All I'm seeing is I just, just see him next to Meghan Markle. <laughs> oh, oh, type in Carl Jenkins horny. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Sorry. I, every time I look up a celebrity, I always add the word horny. Horny. Just I to write spice in Badman and yeah. you write horny. I don't know. Yeah. He had some red carpet pictures with some pretty ladies. Wow. You know what I mean? I think he was maybe putting it in one or two of them. I I, I am not joking, but a picture of Matt Healy and Taylor Swift. When you type in Sir Carl Jenkins horny, which, horny. which to be fair, we are probably what? the only three people we've ever done uh, who've ever done that. I do get a picture of Matt Healy. Why? Stop following us, Matt. I also am seeing that. I uh, out of here. (laughs) It wasn't that serious, guys. She just wanted some rock star dick, dude. She wanted some rock star penis. Get a different Uh, one. I I I just want to hear the phone conversation. Just like so. Wait a second. So I just somebody just sent me this article. You did one of the Come Guy podcasts. Yeah. The come town guy, what is this? Oh, sorry, love. I said a little bit of the in-out racism a little bit in the podcast a little bit. Tricky dicky, huh? All right, well, um I don't like that your Harry Styles voice. I'm on like a crazy world tour right now. Like I'm everyone knows my politics are I literally just recorded a collab with the person you said stuff about. It's time for the list. And now they're all gonna think I'm fucking trying to do it for you. Who's on the list? Who's on the list? Jackie! Gotta have that list. 
13 highly irrational fears of celebrities and historical figures. Sean Bean is afraid of flying. Bean was so scared of flying that he couldn't even get in the helicopter to get to the Lord of the Rings set. Instead, he decided to climb a mountain, which included scaling a rock face to make it there on time. I mean, I- I'm sorry, but being afraid of helicopters, I think, is somewhat rational. I'm... Completely. I'm not afraid to yes. fly on an airplane, but I'm very afraid of a helicopter. After Kobe, yes. I have a completely different feeling about st- setting foot on a helicopter. Helicopters are very scary. Yes. Yeah. I don't understand Not them. to mention all the vomiting. I would just be puking puking and dying. It seems <laughs> like it spins a lot more. Does it spin? I've never been on a helicopter before, but I imagine, or is it just the top that spins? It's just the <laughs> top. I, I, think think I think it's... You're thinking of like action like movies. A, the teacups? Doesn't it spin? Yeah. No. I don't spin? think it no. spins, but I do think it makes you puckier. Gideon has written yeah. one, and he said that it's really like physically disorienting more than an airplane. Whoa. Mm. That no. makes sense. I'm scared of it. I'm scared of it the way that, I mean, we know this already because this is something that I can never forget, that Nicole Kidman is afraid of butterflies. Yes. And that is something that lives in my bones. I love And I that. think about it every time I watch her AMC commercial, That's and also- I just think of like, what if they let loose a bunch of butterflies? <laughs> Butterflies in the movie theater right now. Also, um, she had this whole thing on Vanity Fair where she ate different bugs. I'm surprised that she's afraid of butterflies. She was literally eating like crickets and really? like all sorts of bugs. I mean, yeah, proteins a protein. And talking about how like that's one of her things. It was like a whole series on celebrities like doing weird stuff that they're into, and she likes eating bugs. So I'm surprised she's afraid of uh, butterflies, butterflies. A much less terrifying looking uh, creature. I don't know. They're all fluttering all about. You never know which way. They're just like all willy-nilly. I kind of get it. There you go. Did you know that Steve Jobs was afraid of buttons? <laughs> we are talking okay. about Steve Jobs. He's Strange. on the list. People are really on, putting Steve Jobs on, on the list. list. Man, Jobs' phobia of buttons was reflected in the design of the iPhone and other Apple products. He even fought against Macs having mouse buttons. Whoa. Weird. That- is that sounds like a fact it's in search fake. of a movie? I didn't yeah. look yeah. it up, but I thought fake. it was a really good That I is thought it fucking was a good weird. fake fact. It's good. I bet it's fake. I, I don't come at me with it. I I let me live in my world where Steve Jobs is scared of buttons. Now uh, fruit and scared of buttons. This I did know Joseph Stalin was also afraid of flying. Stalin was probably scared of flying because of the superstitions he heard growing up in rural Georgia. He also had a bad experience with a plane crash in 1912. Yeah, I was like, I was like, they actually probably, used to crash all the time. Probably yeah. made him scared. They actually used to crash all the time. He had a bad experience with a plane crash. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll make you afraid of flying. Yeah, yeah if I'm ever scared too. in a plane crash, I'll probably have an issue moving yeah. forward. Yeah, but I'll I'll bet you knew that, Jackie, because we know that you thirst for Joseph Stalin. Well, you know, mm. not his actions, just the stash. <laughs> yeah. Just the stash. Brian Wilson, famous from the Beach Boys, is afraid of surfing. That's fun. Wilson of the Beach Boys has said that he was scared of the sea when he was young and only tried surfing once, which ended up with him getting hit on the head by the board. So, I, again, at least that makes sense to be scared of surfing because that. I'm also scared of jet skis because I got hurt on a jet ski. Oh, oh I'm so isn't scared that of crazy? jet skis. 
Ever since Usher had his family tragedy, this is the thing. When you get older, I was always like, when I was a kid, I was like, why are my parents just always telling me like random anecdotes of horrible ways to die? But it's because you collect them as you get older and you're just like, you just find yourself being like, you know, a jet ski can kill you, you know? And then you just have a story about that about everything. I Yeah, did and I ever tell you about now that? Now I'm afraid of jet skis. Yes, you should be. Did I ever tell you about the uh, the cleaner when I was, I was watching one of our friend's dogs and there was a cleaner that came into the house and she was very chatty and she wanted to talk the entire time which I was fine even though I was trying to get work done and she had a like a large tattoo of a little girl on her arm she goes want to know why I've got this tattoo and I was like sure and she goes my ex-husband thought it was a good idea to put our child on a jet ski and I was like Whoa! Oh my God! Like, okay. I stop you right there. <laughs> then, I don't want to oh, no. anymore. She didn't stop there. She went and then oh got God. into and then she was sobbing and then I was how, just like, oh "How God. is the?" By the way, after all this with the Duggars, everything. How is the last episode about the drowning boy on the cruise ship now like way less upsetting happier. than this episode? Just, much happier. That episode. was like, so never much more. My child on a jet ski. I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> This is what getting older is. You just collect a just a series of stories about how Why you're scared. people die, and now you're scared of trees, yep. you're scared of scaffolding, <laughs> you're scared of jet skis, and then you just tell your children, and it doesn't mean anything to your children, because they're like, well, I'm going to continue living in the world, um, and then they all get older, right. and they all get their own. Well, yes. Yes. And also, though, I've like already sat Winnie down and just be like, you got it so fucking good. You could be in an umbrella abuse system right now. But you're not. <laughs> you're here, and we're not going to do that to you, okay? Don't All right, you're right. Your, your, your mom could be my slave woman right now. Oh, it, God. Beating you I for me. She could be beating you for me. That's where we could be right now. But instead, we're fucking having burgers hanging out. <laughs> Just start saying it every single day. Every single day. You could be raising my kid right now. You could be doing that right now. Oh, Steve Irwin was afraid of parrots. Sure, checks out. Should have been afraid of stingrays. Oh man, talk about about somebody who got fucking murdered in the sea. You got murdered in the sea and you should be live in fear of the sea. I love Steve Irwin. Rest in peace, man. I I loved uh, Crocodile Hunter. It was a big staple with me and my friends. We loved it. Love Steve Irwin. And also love the fact that Alfred Hitchcock was afraid of his own movies because we all know many horrific stories about Alfred Hitchcock and I'm scared. I'm happy that he was scared of something. I feel like this is tongue in cheek. I'm most fearful and cowardly man you'll ever meet. I'm frightened of my own movies. I think that was yeah, tongue in cheek. Probably. I don't think that was. Was it tongue in cheek though that Salvador Dali was afraid of the bugs that he was covered in? No, that's not, that's a little bit of dick and ass. <laughs> Dali had Ekbom syndrome, which made him feel like bugs were crawling all over him. He also had hallucinations of the bugs crawling on him and seeing them, even though they weren't there. All of which was understandably terrifying. Wow, I'd be scared of the bugs too. If they were all over me. I also love Hans Christian Anderson was afraid of being buried alive. Yeah, um, I think we're all afraid of being <laughs> buried alive. Very scared of it. It's not the same as flying, something you do all the time. Being buried alive is something we hope never happens to any of us, because anyone would be afraid. Okay. I want to get one of them bells, you know? You know the bell system? Mm-hmm. To yeah, be they fair, ring the bell. It sounds like Hans Christian Anderson was worried about being 
was like consumed by the fear of being buried alive to the extent that he wrote a note on his bed. He left a note on his bedside table that said, I only look like I'm dead. But this is the problem because they act just like the plane crash thing. Back in the day, people like were terrible at figuring out that people weren't actually dead. Yeah. 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 So so that we were just talking about the bell system. They'd have a string attached to a bell uh, attached to under into the grave so that the person could ring the bell if they woke up buried alive because that actually that happened. Now we have ways to figure that out. You know yeah, what I mean? No, but you're right. It's like Charles Dickens was afraid of contaminated water. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> he should have yeah. been. He should have been. That's correct. Yeah. That soldier was afraid of being murdered in the war. Yeah, well, he's getting shot at every day. I would too would probably be a little yes. freaked out by that. But well, it ain't me, man. I ain't no senator's son. But I'll no. tell you what I am. What are you? I'm going blind. blind. I don't. Oh, we, we can't, can't see him. I hope you're ready to get fucked in the head by this. That's yeah. right. Every blind item is has to do with family abuse. No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just God. kidding. I'm just kidding. None of it has to do with family. Curious case of Natalia Grace. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, God. you did we actually. We talked about you it. You didn't touch it. I'll just say, if you've ever watched the movie Orphan, it's just, it's that. All right, let's move on. Um. That's so much more than that. <laughs> you just you just shit all over it. It is it's it's one of those crazy documentaries where it just keeps shifting and then yeah, shifting yeah, yeah. and then shifting. Looks You're terrifying. like, what? And now this is happening. What? Now this is happening. Yeah, it looks fun. I gotta watch it. Um, but before we do that, before I watch that entire documentary series uh, later today, let's get the blinds out. This A-list actor slash singer was being his usual jerk self this week. Told a man who wanted a picture to basically fuck off and told a woman who wanted photos that she could only have one if he could grab her ass. Whoa. She agreed. Uh, she he, agreed? Wow. He's got Great. a power over... He's he's a creepy man. He's a little bit of a... Um, he kind of created his own little Duggar thing. Manson. No, but similar-ish. Uh, the actor equivalent, the modern-day actor equivalent to Manson. Wow. A little bit. Uh, oh, um, Jared Leto. Yes. Uh, he's a mean, bad man. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he is, yeah. He is a little bit of a Manson character, for sure. Yeah, well, speaking a, yeah. of Manson characters, this Canadian-born former A-plus list mostly movie actor, didn't have much luck recruiting women into his cult. So now he is going to start a church. Somebody stop him! And not also Jared Leto? No. Somebody stop him! Oh, Jim Carrey! (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe we missed that. By the way, I'm now going to forever replace foreign-born with Canadian-born if they're Canadian. I love it. Because every time you say foreign-born, you think like, you know, fucking the Middle East. Overseas. Anywho, Jim Carrey, right? But he's he does have interesting stuff going on. He is an interesting guy, huh? With his, yeah. he's I kind of all spiritual about... minded now and stuff. And, and his whole was he with was he on the Jenny McCarthy journey of like vaccine denial, or was he kind of no. on a separate train? His whole thing was he did that a- Andy Kaufman movie. Uh-huh. He like became Andy Kaufman. Then he talked about how like after that movie he went back to playing Jim Carrey and he wasn't thrilled with that role and then had like a mental breakdown. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, he, he, he never well, He also like, had a bunch of like personal stuff happen. Yes, he too. had a bunch of personal stuff, but he Really did the completely get lost in the character thing. And when it comes to getting lost in Andy Kaufman, a professional, like, 
world fucker upper kind of person, like a person who like a professional prankster puck trickster god, Loki, if you will. Right. I've seen that it's tough. movie. Yeah. I've seen, I saw that movie. He, he, I saw the documentary. And just for the record, <laughs> Jim Carrey has said some fucked up stuff about vaccines. <laughs> so sure. I think he has, he's gone on his own trip. Um, there you go. Hopefully he'll date uh, T Swift next week. And we can get in on. We can start talking about <laughs> oh, that. No, don't. <laughs> I thought. I bet that was pretty fun. Though. She's just like, yeah, we're not doing this. <laughs> All right, last one. This not well liked musical manager fuckhead is about to sue their biggest client because the client owes them a ton of money because they have not been working. This piece of shit. Burn him alive, I say. Sco- Bury him alive. Scooter Braun. Put a bell. Put put a bell on a string and cut off the string. <laughs> and let him be die You're in a bury grave. Bury him alive? Is it Hans Christian Andersen? Don't do it to him. Uh who's the talent it's, who's not performing? Who's he scoots. gonna sue? Scooter Braun, who's he not gonna who's he gonna sue? Kesha. No. Who's working for him? Kesha doesn't work for him. That's Dr. Oh, Luke. Ariana. By the way, it's Dr. Luke. Can you get your ab- ab- I'm sorry, uh, music I got my abusers? music producers wrong. It's also not Ariana, okay? Go fish. Go fish. Old maid. Uh, who's still working with him? It's a man. Oh. Yeah. Who stopped, it's a man. Who's like not making music? Is it yay? No, no. He's like, hey, baby, waiting. Someone waiting. <laughs> that's not a song he sings, but that's just kind of what Someone he sounds waiting. like. Someone waiting. Someone waiting. Okay, which, but it's not a song. That's that, not a that song he does. Okay, wait. We all right. We get. We can do this. Um, we got this. All right. So all right. It's a man. That, it's a man. It's a man. Baby. Who's not really making that much music right now. All right, how about this? He doesn't sound like this. Okay, so it's not Elvis. <laughs> it's not <laughs> Austin Butler who played Elvis. Okay. Somebody waited! Oh, waited. it's that song. It's that one. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got, There's a he's lot got a of first, men who sing with high voices. I can't. He's got a first name and a last name. Uh, okay. He might not even have a high voice. I'm trying to remember a song he sings. You know what I mean? He's like, I fucked up. Again, kind of a thing. He sings that one song about being uh, being alone. He sings a song about being alone. He sings a song about <laughs> being alone. Narrows it down. Uh, you need Leave to give it, another hint. You Le- have to give something. Leave it to Beaver. Beaver. Okay. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's right. You don't know anything that this this singer does. You don't know any. So it's his we have to okay, okay, okay. I don't. I didn't want to give the song away, but the chorus is him just saying the same word like three times beaver, over beaver, and over beaver? again. <laughs> oh, Bieber! Yes. Ah. Somebody's right. <laughs> oh my God! Hold it. There are so many hints you could have given. There's just all yeah, baby, baby, baby was the song. Hits. Yeah, baby was the song. I oh, was... you're gonna choose his song he from did. 2009. Oh, yeah, and, there's oh, so or what about many. a body? He has made more music I'm so since then. Lonely. He sings that one song about being lonely. Is it too late now to say sorry? You could no, no, no. That one song is like I'm um, lonely or whatever. There's that one song about being alone or whatever. That's the one I like. 
He seems about being lonely. <laughs> there are so many contextual clues you could have given. Somebody's like a little waiting. <laughs> like sprinkle a Desposito okay, in there. But I feel like he could sing Despacito. a song like, right? But now can you hear him singing that song a little bit? Somebody's waiting. <laughs> I guess I could. I can't believe we were supposed to guess based on your singing a song that doesn't exist that sounds like him. <laughs> Leave It too was pretty... You know what I mean? That's yeah, Beaver. Yeah, that that was rhymes with his name. So Scooter Ish, Broad well, is oh going to sue. Replace one letter and it's his name. <laughs> Scooter, yeah. What? Who gives a shit about the actual plot? Scooter Braun's going to sue. Justin, he's Justin not working Bieber. because he has a virus that has paralyzed him. So yeah, settle down, Scooter Braun. Well, oh, is Scooter Braun doing something clearly evil? Shocker. <laughs> oh. Fucking blow my brain. Yeah, blast my. You know. <laughs> To cut it off and use it as a straw. <laughs> I will. Jackie. Stop bringing it up. You're you're tantalizing me. Good Lord. All right. She's tantalized. I'm and tantalized. I can, and I can see again, and I can see that doing that would be a bad idea, Jackie. Yeah. So why don't we get to the fucking plugs? Whoa, winky Pink. <laughs> My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Thank you Once so again, much for not joining a us. Once again, not a coincidence <laughs> at all. No, no, it's like when a guy eats a burger and then a man dressed like a burger walks by him. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a winky Pink. Pink. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Page 7. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack that Worm. Come hang out with me over on Twitch.tv forward slash Oh No, It's Jackie. And don't forget... Do not forget, put it on your calendar or don't do it today. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. Get your release, the butthole cut tour tickets. There you go. Uh, check me out. My new hip hop handle is Count Candy Cane. I am a rapping peppermint vampire. Check me out on Spotify. Check me out on Nato. Five. I, I just before you do your plugs, I just need to point out. Imagine somebody <laughs> eating a burger, and then somebody right. dressed in a hamburger costume walks by, <laughs> and the man just goes, "What a coincidence!" What a coincidence! <laughs> I'm also I'm not eating sure hamburger. That's a coincidence. And then the other, either. and then the guy dressed like a hamburger costume pulls the gun out and blows his brains out. He's like, what? I think here on page seven, we don't know what a coincidence I think, is. I think yeah. Two of us don't. I think one of us might. <laughs> it's like when you're watching. You're watching a show about guys whose hands are connected uh, to each other, yeah. and, and then your wife has that affliction. And, yeah, and then you're holding hands, and then it's a coincidence, <laughs> right? Okay. Well, by the way, that's my new rap handle. It's not Count Candy Cane, it's fucking holding hands. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Did you see the Instagram post that said that your nickname for when you ran out of class to get to the cafeteria should have been Bolton instead? I know. Of well, yes. Joe. but so but good. but that that really doesn't speak toward what actually makes Smokey Joe the more bullyish yeah. nickname because the fact that it it's doesn't so make sense and so yeah. stupid and so and they all used to, like they literally all like talk like this like they talk like dumb caveman people like that's how they talked and so to give me that nickname and just be like. That nickname makes no sense. I get that what I do is bu a bullyish offense, but <laughs> the fact that it's such a lazy, phoned-in nickname 
is what's actually the thing that's grading. It is a bullyish offense. Yeah, I'm sorry. but it's totally a bullyish offense. I totally get that. I'd rather you beat me up <laughs> than call me Smoky Joe because it's so stupid. It just Smoky doesn't make, Joe. it's such a lazy, it's like, come on, guys. Like, I'm putting in the work here. I'm running to the lunch slide every day. The least you could do is like come up with like any kind of nickname that actually was clever and kind of gets me. You yeah. know what I mean? But instead, it's they're phoning it in, and so why do why you know? Of course, it kind of I'm putting the effort in here. <laughs> You're not going to stop Joe. doing the douchey thing of running up yeah, the room towards exactly. the cafeteria, exactly. Like, or maybe I would if come up with something clever. Anyways, Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Uh, go on there and call me Smokey Joe. I'm streaming from Monday through Friday. Vin Lovin. You know what I mean? We're fucking, we're getting to the bottom of shit on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're getting, dude. yeah, TED Talks and shit. We're, I'm teaching people, I'm being a life coach over there. Wow. Monday through Friday, yeah. And I just go like, give up, bitches. <laughs> Monday through Friday, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator. So lastpodcastnetwork.com. You already said it. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Fucking get it, dude. Bonus content like a motherfucker. $5 a month gets you weekly bonus content. So much of it. It's ridiculous. Uh, we do so many recordings, Jackie's books, our leftovers episodes every single week. You've got uh, ad-free episodes, pre- ticket pre-sales for these live shows, all that shit, just $5 a month. $10 a month, Jersey, Jersey Shore watch-alongs on our Page 7 Discord every single Thursday. It's always a blast. And uh, last but not least, page7podcast at gmail.com. Please write in with your celebrity conspiracies, your blind items, all that good shit. Yes. That's all I got for you. MJ? My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Yes. Hell yeah. Let's sing it. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote about. Come on. Come on. I'll read it to you. Come on. Thank you for sending your shout outs in to page7podcast at gmail.com. Oh boy, it makes me smile. Oh boy, it makes me sing. And thank you again. So you can send in your own shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. You can also send whatever you want in. You can send pics in. You can send arties in. That's short for articles and I need to shorten it for some reason. But you can send anything you'd like including your smiles, but don't rip them off your face because that would be scary. You can send them into page7podcast at gmail.com. First up, we've got an amazing shout out going out to old Keeker Squeaker, aka Kiki. Keeker Squeaker is a part of our Twitch community. I just want to say thank you so much for sharing the fact that your dad used to work at Oscar Mayer Wiener in Wisconsin, and I love the pick. Thank you so incredibly much, Keeker. But also... Kiki needed a quick self-shout-out. Kiki says, quick self-shout-out to me for kicking ass and getting my shit together. Fucking finally! I'm consistently going to therapy, have gone months without drinking at a time, which I couldn't say for the four years prior, lost 85 pounds, and I'm still going in a very healthy and fulfilling way, and I've got a second interview at my alma mater that is looking very good for me to work with Native students after so sulking 
for the past two years thinking my bachelor's degree was useless. Things are really starting to look up for me in the becoming an adult sector of my life. And you guys on page seven were there for me at some of my lowest and loneliest points. You, MJ, and Holden are seriously the best in your own unique ways. And I continue to look forward to the show and Riverdale Roundup every single week. So keep doing you. Love you too, Kiki. And congratulations on working so hard on yourself. I know how difficult that is. And all of my love to you. Now, I've got another amazing shout out. And this is going out to some friends. This is from Ray. And Ray says, I wanted to give a shout out to my two good friends that I'm soon going to be moving in with. So here we go. Isaac and Loki. When I first met you two in my sculpture and figure drawing classes, respectively, I had no way of knowing that you would become two of the most important people in the world to me. From crashing around together in Italy for a whole month to thirsting over Spider-Man villains, ooh, I hope it was Doc Ock, over the past few years, you have transcended close friends and become my friend. Family, I am beyond excited to begin our adventure in our new apartment together, making art and being queer and trans as fuck. I'm about to graduate and I'm in such a weird, hazy, transitional period in my life. And I'm so glad that you guys are going to be there as I figure my shit out. You are both such amazing friends and artists and I love you guys so much. Thank you so much, Ray. Ray does say the episode of page seven that got me hooked on the show was when you guys talked talked about Don't Worry Darling. Ever since then, you guys have been one of my favorite podcasts to listen to while I put away library books at work. Keep doing what you guys are doing. This show makes me very happy and you make me very happy, Ray. Congratulations and oh, I love living with friends. I miss do I do miss living with friends even though like I lost roommates not that long ago, but I still have such a beautiful place in my heart cuz man, there's nothing quite like having family dinners together, making art together, just sitting watching movies together. Oh, congrats and good luck with everything, Ray and Isaac and Loki. Moving on, we've got another self-shout-out. Oh, self-shout-outs make me smile, and this one comes in from Sam. I just wanted to give myself a little self-shout-out. I finally decided to break up with Los Angeles and move to the Bay Area in a month from now. I feel like I'm leaving a toxic relationship. I've had some great times here and met some incredible people, but I've also had some of the worst times of my life here as well. And it's time for me to live a little slower paced, more intentional life away from the chaos that is Los Angeles. I'm not even kidding. And I'm a little embarrassed to say that the fact that almost the entire last podcast network is here in Los Angeles now was a factor in my decision. I loved how often I got to see y'all do shows, improv, and random fan events in person here, and I'm going to miss that so much. Don't worry, we come up to the Bay all the time too, Sam. Don't you worry, we'll see you again soon. But I'm comforted in knowing that I can still binge the countless hours with y'all that I normally do from literally anywhere in the world, and come hang out on our Twitch. We can talk there, I swear. We have made so many friends on Twitch. Come hang out with us on Twitch. It'll feel like you're in person, I promise. And you get to live in the Bay at the same time. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations, Sam. I understand when I broke up with New York, I also refer to New York as a my ex because I had to break up with New York as well. I completely understand where you are and my heart goes out to you. Love you so much, Sam. You got this and congrats. 
Now, I want to send a huge hug out to Hannah right now. Do you feel my hug around you? Because everything is going to be okay. Now, sometimes members of our community need a little bit of extra love and Hannah needs our love right now. So send it out virtually. Send out the vibes. Hannah, can you feel us? Hannah says, less than 24 hours from the time I'm writing this email, I was turned down for a job I was extremely hopeful for and I'm smack dab in the middle of the worst of these emotions. I apologize if I sound a little dramatic for this reason. Never apologize, Hannah. Hannah says, a year and a half ago, I thought my current job was my dream job. I currently package weed for a medical marijuana grow. It's the most fulfilling work I've ever done, and I believe in this work with my whole heart. But like with everything, capitalism fucking wrecked it. I started my day-to-day feeling like a zombie, like a ghost floating through and not really there. Being perceived by coworkers hurt. Every, are you okay? Felt like a wave hitting me and I was drowning. I cried on and off all day, truly feeling like I had no hope of finding a better job, of catching up on bills, of finding my peace again. Then I played the newest episode of Page 7 while working, and the shoutouts lifted some of that heaviness just for a moment, because hearing Jackie's voice cheering on these people cheers me up too. So please, if you could, please tell me it's going to be okay. I don't really believe it today, but if I hear it from you, maybe I'll start to believe. Hannah, there's a reason, and I truly do believe there is a reason that this didn't work out. That means that even better things of where you're supposed to be are coming for you. And just remember that. And I know it's so hard when you're in the darkness of it all to remind yourself of that. But hopefully whenever you're just feeling a little bit lighter and hopefully you're hearing this and feeling just a little bit brighter from where you were when you wrote this email, it will get better and you will have more opportunities because that opportunity didn't come to you for nothing. You worked really hard to get that opportunity and it's not going to be the last one. Just keep going. Just keep going. You got this, Hannah. Everything is going to be okay. So much love sent out to you and our community is sending it too. And I hope that you feel it. Now, last but not least, Katie, I just want to say thank you for writing in because Katie says, I want to use this shout out to thank Jackie for turning me on to the ACOTAR series. It was steamy and action packed, obviously, but I just finished the final book and it inspired me to move towards sobriety, which is something I've been wanting to do for a while now. It's been tough so far, but then I think if Nesta can do it, so can I. And then I think, thank fuck for these books and for Jackie for talking about them so damn much. Seriously, thank you. And seriously, thank you, Katie, for writing this in because that just made my heart sing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Congratulations. And you're fucking doing it, man. It's so hard to make that first step and you're already doing it. So many congrats sent to you. So much love to you, Katie, and so much love to absolutely everybody else. Thank you so much for your shout outs. You can send in your own shout outs, whether it's positive or negative. You just need a little bit of love. Send them into page seven podcast at gmail.com. We are here to send you love back. Talk to you guys next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.